Welcome back to Vulcan Hello, the Incomparables Star Trek Discovery Flashcast. I am your host, as some people don't like, Scott McNulty, and I am joined by two fantastic panelists, Aline Sims. Aline, how are you? Hi! I like you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, uh, iTunes people, they don't like me. Jason Snell, I like you. Hi, Scott, I like you too, and don't listen to those people. That's fine. I don't have not listening any me. more fun <laughs> podcasting than I do talking to you about Star Trek. So Well, and what an episode we have to talk about today. Uh, <gasps> Holy Vaulting moly. Ambition, uh, the 12th episode of Star Trek Discovery, with uh, lots uh, of twists and turns Scott, and something I just want to talk about the last three minutes. So, Scott, the... I feel as if that door that previously had the conspiracy closet in it, like as mm-hmm. like a monster has burst out of that and, <laughs> and destroyed everything that is not the conspiracy closet at this point. Was it a tardigrade? Did that probably uh, destroy something everything? like that or a mushroom of some kind? <laughs> yes, spores. The big conspiracy, uh, secret Klingon is accurate obviously uh and now it seems like at the end of this episode maybe he is now a human because there was a klingon death yell at the end i don't know um but there is another crazy conspiracy that we were talking about i don't know if we want to just jump right into it I, we might as well i think we got to do it yeah <laughs> so if you this is our normal warning if you have not watched this episode of star trek discovery stop listening now and come back Lorca is from the mirror universe. What? The crazy mirror Lorca theory, which I, I thought I liked it as a theory, but I thought that seems like that's a lot. Like that's just an extra one. Like they're not really going to be people. People were like, you know, the eyes thing uh, is suspicious. The fact mm-hmm. that uh, Cornwell Cornwall at some point said Cornwell said at some point, you just haven't been the same guy since the brand um, exploded. You're like a different mm-hmm. person. And, uh, um, the big one, if they the people who freeze framed that last jump that they took at the end of uh, chapter one, at the end of the first set of episodes, after they had done the the whole bunch, the one that took them to the mirror universe, if you freeze frame it, there is that that jump is like countermanded override by Lorca. And everybody was like, see, he wanted them to go to the mirror universe. And we were all like, oh, oh, oh I love conspiracies, but probably not. And the answer is, yeah, that was totally right. Yeah, that was it. Mind blown. Yep. See, I and I, I treat I treat this very much like I treat Doctor Who. Jason might remember me being like, I had no idea. Like, I don't even know who the actors in a given episode are going to be. Like, I just, I go with it and I don't look at... Uh, you know, not looking for recaps or articles or whatever. I'm sorry, I don't listen to this podcast because I don't oh. want to know. I know. Well, you don't I don't want to know how bad Scott is at it. Then. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to know what the theories are. I don't want to know what the speculation is. I want to think the things that I think and then go along with the narrative. And mm-hmm. that's one thing that I feel like Discovery has done really well. Is typically I feel like, oh yeah, I I can predict what's happening. You know, definitely. Oh yeah, he's there's a Klingon thing going on with that dude, you know, like he's a Klingon or or something intense is happening, right? Like that was telegraphed very blatantly, but there've been a couple things in the last few episodes where I've been like, (gasps) I didn't see that coming. And I'm really enjoying that. As am I. I think that this is uh, the most twist and turns in a Star Trek uh, series that I can recall. Uh, I suppose it's it's once again the whole modern storytelling where you want to keep people guessing uh, and building the arc. And uh, 
kudos to the writers of Discovery for doing that. And even though I had an idea that Lorca was from the Mirror Universe, because he just didn't seem like your typical nice Starfleet captain, right? Uh, which makes sense now that we know he's not... Uh, I liked how they, re- they like the last 10 minutes, I suppose, of this episode, uh, kind of builds the reveal and we see Michael Burnham kind of putting it together because there's a moment when he's in the agonizer and the, the dude who, I guess he, he uh, Lorca killed this guy's sister, yeah. uh, comes in as like, you know, tell me, just say my sister's name. And I thought, well, he doesn't know what your sister's name is or does he? <gasps> mm-hmm. Turns out he did. He did, yeah. I think the I think the moment that I started to give some credence to the theory, and I might have mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, I don't know, what is the idea that we don't know why Lorca has singled out Michael Burnham, right? Like, mm-hmm. and and all the flashes this time were like he's got this whole plan that he's done where where um because it's like why why her why does he pluck the the mutineer off the ship mm-hmm. and kind of take her away and give her stuff to do like why was this part of you know why would he do that and the answer is it was part of his plan he uh, I guess maybe the original died or something and he decided he needed to get another one in order to to, <laughs> to you know to to and and the implication there is it's kind of creepy almost like like oh, it's very creepy. oh I, yeah. I loved I loved her so much but she died so now I will go find another one and I will groom her too and it's super like it's it's yeah it's that was a great little moment of, of uh, Giorgio's betrayal and uh, and. I thought the the Burnham sort of doing the realization through the clips of all of the things that he said that are exactly what Giorgio is describing to her about about him. That was just, that was really good. But anyway, that was the one part that made me think the theory had some level of a possibility is like, why, why there there has to be a reason why he picks her other than just like, well, I don't know. You're the only mutineer, but I thought you had potential. Like I I don't, it doesn't, it never really (laughs) got a good reason. Yeah. Yeah, and it explains a lot of like the pushing and non-Starfleet. I'm, I'm air quoting right now. You can't see me, but like the non-Starfleet right. type decisions and attitude and, and all of that that like very clearly in retrospect has been telegraphed this whole time. But uh, yeah, it was it was cool. Well, the whole story of Discovery is a science ship turned into he says turned into a ship of warriors. Right. Well, mm-hmm. what does that sound like? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's true, and we we were kind of. Uh, explaining away Lorca's kind of unusual actions for a Starfleet captain because it is a time of war and you kind of you have to make sacrifices and do things a little differently than you normally do turns out uh we were wrong and uh Starfleet captains no matter what's happening are generally nicer than Lorca is mm-hmm. uh and now we know why cuz he is a he's a Terran captain and uh, we don't like him and i was expecting captain uh, uh emperor georgiou uh to be the worst person in this episode and it turns out worst person as in most evil because she is right. the emperor of an evil empire uh Lorca i think is worse than she is uh so that's uh, a yeah. high praise for evil Lorca this episode <laughs> makes the case that the mirror universe isn't it's like you but but evil and and making it more like it's it's a lot like you including the parts of yourself that you don't mm-hmm. want to admit are there but they're right. in a different system and 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 
again, I don't know if Star Trek has really been consistent about that, but like what, what, what Emperor Georgiou wants us to believe is that because she was honorable in, in our universe, she's honorable in there. She may be the head, the ruthless head of this cruel Terran <laughs> empire, but that like, despite she's that honorable. at her heart, she's like still an honorable human being, which, yeah, mm. I mean, this episode wants us to believe that that's what it is. Cause Lorca, I think the jury's still out on, although that last scene where he, he mocks the, <laughs> the guy who, the brother of the, of the sister says maybe not, but I, I'd like to believe my, my theory going into this was that, that uh, we would find out that, that Mirror uh, uh, um, Lorca is also kind of a, I mean, he's, he's got his reasons, but he's not just like he was working against the emperor. Unfortunately, I feel like it's going to be revealed that no, no, he, this is all just a plot to get he back and kill the emperor. emperor so he can he be the emperor. To, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think that only because, uh, well, Lorca's not very nice. And uh, when they bring his, one assumes his former crewman there, who's like, oh, Lorca, I thought they kept torturing me and asking me if you were dead. And, and I kept saying no, because I hoped you were alive. And Lorca's like, I don't know who you are. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not going to say that lady's name. So tough luck. Uh, and then you're going to explode like a, a pinata full of meat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which you are, right? I, that is true. Fair. <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, I was not expecting as much uh, splatter to happen. No, <laughs> I thought he that. was going to do one of those Star Trek things where he just kind of like turns into sparks and is gone. And instead, yes. he just his insides just blew against the side of the agonizer booth. So, yeah, yeah. so there are a lot of, lot of surprises in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also, I think a lot of good moments. I liked uh, everything with Emperor Georgiou. Uh, thumbs up. Uh, especially liked her little. Um, I guess she just keeps it ready when uh, someone tells her a secret in front of a bunch of people. <laughs> the little murderous highlight ball or whatever it oh, that's was. Right. Yes. I want that, that in Breath of the snitch. Wild. It's, yeah, that's that what was... it is. It's the golden snitch. Except uh, murderous. Golden it's, snitch. It's the mirror universe. Uh, uh-huh. Mirror uh, universe Harry Potter. Golden. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I want you to get the I, one guy alive to clean up the bodies <laughs> and not say anything to anyone else. Because, you know, if you kill everybody and it's supposed to be a secret... Then who cleans up the bodies? And you're the emperor. That's you're true. not going to do that. So you keep one guy alive, and he She's is so smart. grateful to be alive that he will just do what she says. That's right. And well, he's a governor got a, of a planet, right? Yep, fancy governorship gets <laughs> so called he, pink skin a lot now. It's fine. Yeah, that's right. He he wins. Uh, and then, well, I guess so. Uh, we started at the ending because OMG, Lorca, Mirror Universe, Lorca, Crazy Pants. Mm. Uh, but uh, there's a whole bunch of this, like, well, this was also a very short episode, I feel it like. Was. It was. Yeah. Like 37 minutes, something like that, um, which makes sense when you they do the big reveal that Lorca's mirror universe, Lorca, and then he, uh, I guess, seemingly crushes that guy's skull with his boot, uh, and then it ends. Good ending, I'm gonna, I have to say. Uh, but, uh, but there's a lot of other stuff that happens in this episode. We should probably talk a little bit about that because we've got our continuing, uh, Stamets stuff and we've got, uh, not so secret Klingon to deal with. Uh, so we, we will, mm. we should talk about all, both of those things. Before we do that though, because I made notes. I would just like to say, no one prepares Kelpians like the Imperial Chef. Oh, man. Uh. I was worried that that was what was happening there. And, and remember when, when Saru was like, hey, have you seen any of my people? And she's like, well, only the one who bathes me. But otherwise, no. I'm, so I'm not going to. No, no, I haven't seen anybody. And now mm-hmm. we see three Kelpians. And she's told, you know, you should know what you what you want when you're picking a Kelpian. And I, I realized later, it's like, oh, she meant like a mm. lobster. Yep. Yeah. That was sad. <sighs> And then she says, here, have my ganglia. Like, <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, that was that was uh, disturbing. But it yep. uh, we've got Stamets still in a coma, uh, and uh, Tilly gets another wonderful line when uh, Saru says, "Is he improving?" And she says, "Sure, all his vitals are coming up." And I know this is uh, subjective, but his skin is so dewy. <laughs> I know. I love Tilly. <laughs> Oh, I she love too much in this episode, but that uh, that line alone, uh, thumbs up for Tilly. Uh, so he is stuck in the the uh, the the mycelium network, and he meets himself, his mirror universe self, um, which is exciting. And the mirror universe self is also an astro fungus dude. <laughs> uh, um, I just have to laugh. Because Honest business card, astro fungus dude. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, and uh, so he's also he's stuck in there because he was uh, apparently. I guess he's on uh, Georgiou's flagship, experimenting on fungus as you yep. do. Uh, and and uh, Stamets is on Discovery, experimenting on fungus. He's been stuck in there for a while, it seems like, and one assumes the entire uh, span of discovery because he does say, I've only been able to, I've been trying to to signal you by sending you images and things, and that's what explains uh, the man in the mirror from that one episode. Right. And uh, the palace, uh, it, w- which is the palace that, uh, you know, he was referring to Georgiou's ship. Uh, and so I thought that was kind of a neat little thing. Uh, and they, they chat about how, I guess, the, the network is infected by something that evil Stamets, or I'll say Mirror. I don't want to assume that's that Mirror Universe Stamets is evil. Although it's uh, a Culber, as a Culber says, yeah, you yes. know, he's really bad. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But, you know, the jury's still out. We haven't seen him do anything bad yet. Uh, has infected the, the, the mycelium network with something. Who knows? Or corrupted, they say, which I think sounds worse than infected. Mm. Uh, and now they, the, I guess the key is trying to figure out how to get out of the network so that they can both get out of their comas because they are both in comas. And for a moment, and I don't know if this is true or not, I thought, because they do both get out of their comas, that maybe they switched places. I thought that too for just a second. But I don't think they did. No. Because he, he seems nice. Normal Stamets. Yeah, well, and the other as, Stamets as nice well. seems to be really happy that he woke up back in his creepy lab. Yes. Yeah, and there was no moment of, like, what's going on? My uniform is blue and not black. And, mm-hmm. you know, there was none of that, like, pause. Not even, like, a glance of consideration of, like, oh, I'm not in Kansas anymore. It was just like, oh, okay, I'm back. It's good. It's good to be back. Uh, but that that's scene or or that kind of you know being in the uh the network there allows them to bring dr culber back although he is i thought perhaps they would raise him from the dead but it seems like judging from these interactions he is really dead and we are not good well we may see him again but he's not going to be resurrected it right seems. he's he's in the he his his spirit lives on in the mycelial network or touched it or something but that's everybody it. goes to the mycelial network when you die maybe i don't know <laughs> I'm hoping uh, that they'll bring him back, that that it's going to be like, even if it's a leap of faith, I really am troubled by uh, by by them killing a black gay man on a show. Like, I don't know. And, and that's outside of the show and, you know, a little bit of equity type stuff. But it really I'm really, really bothered by the prospect that maybe they fridged a man a gay man of color on on the show like maybe we shouldn't do that yeah we talked about that a couple of weeks ago and it's yeah mm -hmm. they said oh no no there's more to the story but again how much of that is damage control uh trying to make people less angry about it and there's more show there's more story to tell maybe so but it sure still feels to me like this is a pretty straightforward story but maybe 
maybe you never maybe know. He comes back. I don't know. It could be. It could be Mirror it feels Culver. To me, he doesn't. But I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but I don't know. But they had nice. I like the scenes between them in the mycelium network where he's like, you know, so good. You need to get back and you know let's he's like no i don't want to go back i wanted to be the way it was and they talk about you know that scene where they are brushing their teeth again and he says this is always my favorite time with you and i thought oh this is so nice uh i want to see more of this relationship but i apparently am not going to uh it was very sad Um, yeah i really like them together just as characters uh and the way they interact and play play against one another and everything i really think that that's i think they're great i'm going to be sad if they don't bring them back for that reason too (laughs) Hopefully. And Marisa, I was watching it with Marisa, and she wondered if they were, they kiss at the end there, and Marisa turned to me and said, do you think they would have had this same relationship if it was broadcast on TV, or does the freedom of having streaming only mean they can do things that they wouldn't feel comfortable with on the broadcast network? And I, I think, I like to think that uh, it would be fine, like CBS would not be worried about having it on the broadcast network, they just have it on line because they want people to pay for it but what are your thoughts on this i i hope they would do it no matter what but it, it's so hard to tell star trek has always been a groundbreaking franchise and i you know the optimist in me likes to think that they are continuing to be a franchise that um i don't even want to say like fights for equity but it, that they are doing what is right because it is representative of of what needs to happen societally you know the same thing groundbreaking mm-hmm. with the first interracial kiss on tv i see this kind of as the same type of thing yeah i'd like I to agree. think so too i i i think ideally this would matter i i i just as somebody who uh, was, you know, sort of raised in the period where there were portrayals of gay relationships on TV, but it was all extremely light touch, muted, longtime companion hug kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I was happy to see the show not, you know, not just treat this like any other kind of relationship you'd see on TV. I think that was that made me happy. It made me happy, too. And, and I think that they would do it. But who knows? But it's on all access, so uh, we'll never know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I pay for it, so hooray for CBS. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so the other one thing, I, before we leave the Mycelium Network, I just wanted to point out that uh, Stamets, Mirror Stamets plays a trick on uh, non-Mirror Stamets when he's like, am I dead? And Stamets says, yes, uh, God is real. She's angry with you. And uh, you're stuck here. Uh, and I just thought was very amusing. And he said, oh, I'm a jerk in the other universe as well. It's great to know. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's not my fault, really. I just, I'm always going to be like this. It's just how I am. Yeah. yeah congratulations. So, yeah, they wake up. Everybody's happy, I guess, um, that they wake up. And, uh, oh, no, the fungus is... Uh, disintegrating yeah the fungus is dying and this is our our like ticking clock of like how do you get back to your universe the two ways are the mycelial network or you have to go through like a spatial interface like the defiant did which mm. anybody who rewatched the tholian web the last couple of weeks everybody went crazy <sighs> until they got mm-hmm. the cool like orange whiskey thing the wine cooler from dr mccoy um who figured out that you could don't have to be crazy to be in 
fully in space, but it helps. Am but I it right? helps. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so th- th- this is difficult because like these are two difficult paths, and which way are they going to get back? I suspect the mycelial network is going to come through in the end, but who knows? I, I share that suspicion as well. Yeah. Uh, and then the other kind of, uh, not, there's just a little, we have to, you know, you need your time for your secret Klingon. So Ash Tyler is, uh, strapped in to sickbay and, uh, he is freaking out. Apparently the, the doctors there don't know what to do with him, uh, because he's a human, he's a Klingon, he's a human, he's a Klingon, they don't know. Uh, and Saru is like, well, we have a Klingon in the brig, so let's go ask her. Uh, she's not too interested in helping them out. No. Laurel is is not. She's just like, oh, it's war. I do this, you know, suck at Saru. <laughs> and then, he, and he's like, all right, um, he's really bad. Do you want to help? And she says, nope, I'm nope, nope, not interested. And he's like, okay, I'll just beam him in, beam him into the, your cell and you can deal with him now. There goodbye. Go. I said good day. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, Saru knows how to negotiate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then she helps. And at the end of the episode, now this is what... I took away from this because she does, she has some uh, laser fingers and she's shooting his brain. Uh, and then he seemingly, he's speaking Klingon and then he switches to English. And then she does a very, very familiar Klingon death yell. And that, that said to me that perhaps Vok is dead. And now it's Ash Tyler. I don't know. I, I don't know how I, if it's like Vokes. I mean, I, did, I I need to watch again exactly how she words it. But it sounded to me like they like took Ash Tyler from the Binary Stars and kind of like brought him back to life and and did you know wrote down all his memories on a, a crystal <laughs> somewhere and put it put it over Voke and he went through all the horrible surgery and I just don't see how there's an Ash Tyler to bring back that whatever this person is know. even if even if they try to make him functional again is going to be some completely bizarre hybrid of uh klingon and human which which is i guess that could be kind of interesting but it's also uh like super weird and i'm not sure that they've set this up as a possibility i always just assumed that like no it's 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 a klingon now Uh, i also don't trust laurel so you know she may have her little laser fingers but who knows what that means (laughs) i mean that's a reason not to trust her in and of itself really that she has laser fingers. Laser fingers, yeah. I don't. Has laser fingers. Full I travel. don't know. Like, if they can extract his DNA from a star, surely they have some kind of three D printer where they would have been able to like <laughs> recreate him and then make the appropriate neurological modifications instead of making that. I'm going to say the poor Klingon like have his bones shaved down. I I don't know. I'm just thinking outside of the box, but that one seems a little extreme to me. That's well. Klingons are, are extreme. That's, That's true. That's true. Klingons are extreme. And you know what else is extreme? Delicious tea from the New Mexico Tea Company. <laughs> Indeed. Well, that uh, that's a great uh, great segue there, there, Scott. Um, the uh, it is not as long as <laughs> as we are in the mirror universe. Well, it's a mirror universe segue. How about that? Um, all right. It, we are sponsored by the New Mexico Tea Company, which has all sorts of tasty teas that you can order, and then uh, they send them to you. And I buy all my tea from the New Mexico Tea Company. It's true. They sponsored a podcast once way long ago, and I I order tea, and I just keep ordering tea from them. Um, but after uh, the uh, the uh, USS Discovery entered the mirror universe. 
I got a uh, packet of tea that was packed by a secret Klingon, apparently, because it had like Tilly on one and Voke was on another. And there was some Lorca's quote unquote Scottish breakfast because of the Scottish accent he did in that one episode. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) they uh, they are my tea supplier and I enjoy the tea from New Mexico Tea Company. Good, uh, good prices too, really good prices. And you could save even more. By going to nmtco.com. That's nmteaco.com slash TV, T E E V E E. When you go there, you will discover the secret Klingon page, the Star Trek Discovery Flashcast page, which is uh, good as long as we're in the mirror universe, which we still are. And still thanks are. to the plot complications of last week, I believe the discount that was originally 10%, thanks to. Um, Giorgio appearing and and uh, and Voke meeting himself and uh, the USS Defiant on a screen and some other stuff. I believe it's a twenty percent discount when you use the code Mirror Mirror at checkout. So uh, keep checking that page as new episodes come out because the discount may rise. And right. uh, order some tea from the New Mexico Tea Company because they're very nice and sponsored the Flashcast again. As long as we're in this crazy upside down mirror <laughs> universe, that's right. And Jason, what what is it? What kind of tea is your favorite from the New Mexico Tea Company? Before we leave I, New Mexico Tea Company space, I all <laughs> it's an interphasic <laughs> space, Scott. It's here and <laughs> then right. it's just gone again, <laughs> as so many podcast ads are. Um, I alternate between the english breakfast and the irish breakfast although i do also have some other scottish breakfast um fake scottish accent uh, is optional not mandatory (laughs) all the great breakfast teas Mm. yeah straight up for breakfast or for dinner you're your own person drink whenever (laughs) so here's my question for both you two do you trust emperor georgiou because they huh. basically, she says, "Okay, Burnham, I know you need to get back to your uh, mirror, your regular universe, the non-mirror universe. I don't know what the mirror universe calls our universe. Um, the, and, the weak, uh, the weak, sad <laughs> universe. <laughs> That's probably it. Uh, but so let's uh, let's trade. I will uh, give you the information that you need uh, if you give me the schematics for your fancy spore drive. I don't trust her." Yeah, I mean, if there's one consistent thing about the Mirror Universe, it's that the goateed people always act in their best interest or what they think is their best interest, whether that Mm -hmm. actually works out for them or not is another thing entirely. But um, so I trust her as far as like she wants the spore drive. <laughs> like, <laughs> and could but, she just take the spore yeah, drive? But, and what are the ethics of that though, of giving potentially, I mean, the problem is that, that they, they have a mirror Stamets and I suspect we're going to see the mirror Stamets and that's going to add this complicating factor. Like, do they really want to give another weapon? Um, as well as you know he's apparently corrupted it so my guess is that what's going to happen is that giving them the spore drive is not going to be a good idea because they're going to ruin the mycelial network which is going to ruin the multiverse or whatever is going on there um and is it really ethical to give such a a powerful potential resource as a spore drive to the terran empire it seems like a like a bad idea to me yeah they're they're not very nice no, even if Georgia was honorable, and I, I just, I kind of, I, I don't think she is, but, you know, even if she is, 
um, and wants to get their dangerous ideas just out of her universe, I mean, she could also just blow them up and that would do it. And, <laughs> and they called the uh, called the discovery there. I, I think, in fact, given that that all happens very quickly, I um I do wonder if the realization that it's Mira Lorca is the thing that changes the equation that she was just gonna mm-hmm. like bring get, bring your ship here I'll blow it up and then we'll be done with this give me your spore drive info and then we'll 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 take it over and and, and kill all of you and now with Lorca it's gonna become a messier thing because presumably Lorca wants uh, the Emperor dead and uh, so yeah but I wouldn't I, I think fundamentally I don't think I trust her. Yeah, and it, it is interesting that they so Burnham, uh, her parents died, and in our universe she is raised by Sarek and on Vulcan, and in the mirror universe her parents die, and she is raised by Captain Georgiou, who uh, you know there are lots of great moments when they're having dinner, uh, Emperor Georgiou and uh, Burnham, and Burnham, Burnham calls her Philippa, and she says, "You used to call me mother," and I was like, "Ooh, that's." Uh, creepy um and then apparently Lorca was her father figure slash love interest later in life which is also seems problematic but i just thought that was very interesting mirror universe i do believe even though he's super creepy when he says it that um i believe that Lorca is right that the mirror universe is you know, tied to the prime universe because there's no way that all of these differences would exist. And yet all these same people would be in the same places. So you just mm-hmm. kind of have to believe premise wise that there is some sort of a destiny where the same people have this connection in the different universes, because otherwise it doesn't make any sense. So in this case, you know, she ends up with Georgiou and then she ends up with Lorca um, in both universes, right? Because by, by Mira <laughs> Lorca coming over and picking her up off that, that, that prison train, transfer shuttle you know he's basically scooping her up after um after what happens with Giorgio. right although he's breaking the rules right because he makes that happen by coming to our universe and then looking for her so that he can so do we think that and i think it's fairly clear in this episode that they posit that he uh this is kind of his entire plan he's going to go to the our universe get burnham and then somehow get back to the mirror universe because he had that map with all of the uh the places that he thought that you could go through to the mirror universe uh and then use her like this is long-term strategic thinking on uh mirror Lorca's part to get onto uh the imperial palace ship i think so i think the only question is did he come to our universe by mistake or was oh. that purposeful too? Because it may be that there was a an interphasic something or other that um, flipped the two Barons, um, and that that was you know that was what happened by accident, and everything else was purposeful. But uh, we don't know that. I, I imagine we'll learn whether that. But I think after that, like once he's in our universe, do I think that this is his plan to like get the you know get the ship with the spore drive and find Michael mm-hmm. Burnham? And because you know presumably he requested to be assigned to the science ship and whip it into shape and spun a little story about that, and he did that all because he knew about Stamets and he knew about mm-hmm. the possibility oh, of true. the mycelial network. Right? It's got to be because how else would he know? Like why why else would you not like just chart charted for stolen in space or or just hang out on the USS de, uh, uh, Defiant for a few years? <laughs> I don't know. Do we <laughs> do we have a sense of how long he's been over? Well, when did they say that the Baron blew up? That was a, a couple of years, I think. Yeah. yeah, I think he's been a few years of uh, stewing. Yeah, I don't know when though. 
I'm sure somebody listening is yelling at their iPhone. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, well, so, yeah, no, yeah. it might have been it might have been even less than that. It might have been like around the the binary stars period. So it could have been even sooner. Yeah, I I just I feel like I hope that there's some kind of culmination of like circumstance and uh planning like the this didn't all just fall into place um what i'm worried about is that it might be this thing where it's like his burnham died and he found himself on in you know the prime universe and was like i've got to get i've got to get my love back or whatever because it seems like you know based on that last scene it seems like there's still something like he's harboring something right and um and I really hope that's not the case that he didn't like <laughs> do this like a cross universe cross universe stalking of Michael oh, Burnham because that would be really bad. Right. right. Do well, you think that it's going to be so bad? I wonder. <laughs> yeah. No matter what, but I I feel like Lorca is more interested in power than love. Uh, I could be well, wrong. Well, he's from the mirror universe, so that I think that holds up pretty well. <laughs> or it could be all the same thing in the mirror universe. There's a lot of strange power dynamics happening over there, so uh, I don't want to judge. Uh, but so I think he, he uh, primary mission, become Emperor Lorca. Secondary mission, uh, get Burnham to uh, be his, his lady in the mirror uh, universe. I really hope not. I hope not. <laughs> And also his lady slash daughter, because apparently she used to call him father. So yeah. very super, odd, super super creepy. Well, I I like that her uh, you know Burnham's initial response is kind of revulsion, and then she's like, oh no, like he now I'm rethinking everything he's ever said to me, and yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Oh no, like it's a great, yes. it's really a great moment of realization that this That's mentor. I mean, it, it, it's maybe appropriate for our times. This pe- person she thought was a mentor and. Now she's kind of like discovered something else about him and mm. is realizing that no, yes. mm, no, not, yeah. not so, yeah, not so much. You could see at first she's like, you're an evil emperor. I don't really trust you. And then she's like, oh, wait a second. He did say that one. Oh, yeah. And there's that thing. Mm. I, yep. And then when the they open that window for no apparent reason uh, and George says, ah, the light, my, the only thing that's different from our species and yours is our sensitivity to light. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's when uh, they say, hey, for you viewing who perhaps cannot pick up all the other clues, Lorca's from the mirror universe. <laughs> Yeah. Surprise. I, I I guess you just mm-hmm. got to go with it, right? Like they had it had to be something that isn't known, otherwise that would have given it away immediately. Mm-hmm. So the, No, I thought it was good. So that that it's like, oh, this is the one difference. But why? Why is that difference? It's a, it's exactly alike <laughs> except that everything seems a little too Does- bright. Doesn't uh, make any sense. Well, it's uh, it's dark in that mirror universe. I was Jason. just when when that happened, <laughs> oh. I was like, oh, that explains why everything is so dark. It is it's a not, dark universe. It's not just setting the mood. It's because their eyes are kind of crappy. Mm-hmm. See, All right. and I will say the 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 Terran Emperor Empire has a lot of uh, similarity with our Klingon Empire in later uh, Star Trek. Uh, instances because there's a lot of dark smoky areas uh a lot of people standing around for councils uh a lot of large ships uh they've turned into klingons all right that's, that's what, what empires do it's true it's it's smoky an rooms and standing around <laughs> just watch out for flying objects because right. they might go through your head oh jeez. <laughs> Now, is there anything else in this episode that stands out before uh, we bid adieu to uh, the vaulting ambition? Oh, 
Um, I don't know. I I it, I appreciated the moment right before she's going to get her head chopped off by a sword, where Burnham says, "Well." Guess I'm going to reveal oh, mm-hmm. everything that happens here, right? <laughs> and she just says, look, I'm not your Michael Burnham. I'm from a parallel universe. This con- thing that I've been carrying around conveniently that is your uh, your counterpart's insignia from my universe, you can use it and you can also see that we're connected and all of that. And it's like, I, I don't know if we debated this, but this is the other way to go, right? <laughs> Which is to disclose <laughs> and, true. and say, hey, we're not from here. Help, help me out. Um, and so I like that in that moment, she's finally like, I got to do it. I just got to reveal that. I liked, I liked that moment. Well, yeah. And I wondered, I was like, what, how is she getting, going to get out of this? Right. And flat out honesty, probably, probably Uh, the most effective way to do it. Honesty is the best policy. Well, uh, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if that's true when you're on a Terran Empire ship. I think that maybe that doesn't hold. I did like the fact that uh, they did finally went to all this work to get the file on the Defiant, and uh, it was heavily redacted. It's redacted. And yeah, <laughs> I, I appreciate that. that it was actually like blocks, yes. like someone had taken a virtual marker yeah. and written over it. And of course, Starfleet officers would not expect that because Starfleet security is so poor. But the Terran Emperor <laughs> Empire has yeah. a much better information security. They, their passwords are probably not like six digits too. So. That's exactly. uh, good. Good for them. Good for them. Um, <laughs> and I guess the only other thing, I mean, I, I am interested in where they're going with the mycelial stuff, because obviously mm. I think this is how they're going to get back home. This is the question of like, where did they go or, or where they leave the mirror universe? Because that's an open question about are they going to get back home or not? That's the for me after last week. That's the great mystery is sort of like, where does the season end? I and, and so seeing the damage is spreading and there and there's like the mirror Stamets who's kind of wrecking the network and then our Stamets wants to wants to to correct it and does that mean that the reason we don't know about it in any other Star Trek is that they have to kind of like lock everybody out so that it survives because the mm. irresponsible people will ruin it um, I don't know and then what does that mean for the, the end of the season and presumably they'll leave the mirror universe but are they going to go back to our universe and you know in their current time or are they going to get thrown somewhere else um and i like legitimately not knowing because that whole mycelial network story the way it's being told it could go in lots of different directions it's a real wild card for because it's not like something we've seen on star trek before and so you throw that in the mix and uh uh, i think that's pretty fun um and from a i guess from a larger level i as i as my excitement about the revelation about mirror Lorca is subsiding a little bit i can say i think it's really fun for the first time to have a star trek show so commit to a character from the mirror universe coming over i know that this kind of happened briefly in a couple of deep space nine episodes where there was like a uh you know a character that you thought was one but it turns out it's like mirror o'brien or whatever um but um to do it this way where like it's not our people going into their universe or Mm -hmm. just seeing those people in their universe this is like one of them comes to us and hatches a plot to bring a ship back to their universe that's what we were we've been watching it turns out and that's i like that (laughs) i like that twist on it and that this is the trap door i think that's fun 
Yes, I agree. And I think that um, I, I, I appreciate the fact that there was so much thought. Obviously, I mean, hopefully people, when they make a TV show, they put, think about things, and it's clear that the Discovery writers did. I have no idea. There are only three episodes left in this season. I have no idea where they're going to go, yeah. where Discovery is going to show up, where it's going to end up. I, uh, is Lorca... The other Lorca still alive somewhere? Right. I'm guessing not, but yeah. maybe but he who is. knows? <laughs> I don't know. And is, are we going to see Mirror Burnham? Is she alive? I don't know. So many other un- unanswered questions. Uh, but I, I look forward to seeing the answers and talking about yeah. them on this podcast. Uh, but now I must thank my panelists and uh, headed to the uh, agony booth <laughs> because that's, <laughs> oh, that's no. what I do. <laughs> Aline, thank you so much for joining us. I'm happy to be here again. And Jason, as always, thank you for talking about Star Trek. Yes, thank you, Scott. It is a pleasure as always. Um, I think we should also warn the listeners that next week's episode is not oh, going yes. to come out on Sunday night. It's going to come out Mm-mm. on Monday evening. And that's because of Scotland, because we're going to have the Scots dropping in to represent the rest of the world that watches the show on Netflix, and they don't get it till Monday. And so we will we will wait a day for Scotland mm-hmm. and the rest oh of the world. Gosh. I know, I know, I know. I don't know. Maybe I'll watch it a couple times. Who knows? Yeah, we could. Wh- what would that be like to watch an episode and study it in detail and then be talk able about to it? digest it? Weird. That's right. Mm. And then perhaps uh, not make huge mistakes about what happened in the episode because I had seen it more than once. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I look forward to that. I, you know, don't um, feel bad because uh, Monty and Brian and I can never remember who that guy is in that episode of Game of Thrones. And boy, the podcast <laughs> listeners hear about that too. And there's that moment of like, I just watched it once and they did a podcast about it. I. Yeah, I didn't study the Wikipedia pages yet. <laughs> they weren't updated yet. They That's right. They aired. don't exist yet. <laughs> Although the good news uh, is that on uh, Memory Alpha, uh, Lorca has already been updated to indicate that he wow. is uh, replaced by a mirror universe. <laughs> People are on it. So, that thank is you, Internet. Critical information that we need to have. Vulcan, goodbye. Goodbye.